This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be talking about social media and whether it is impacting your mental health. This is a topic that I am so looking forward to because social media is just one of those things that we're all on it and it can be really damaging. So I can't wait to get into this episode. But before we do... I say this every single week and I know it's it's annoying, but please, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and stick around to the end for this week's Little Kicker. And last week we did a little kicker, well, we did a little challenge uh, to help you de-stress every single day. Hopefully this helped you. Let us know if you did any of those things. What did you do? And if it helped, you can find our Instagram, our TikTok, which we have now as well, and our email in the description below. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know like what you found was the most useful, um, anything you tried that didn't work. We'd just really love to hear from you. Okay, so social media. So what I thought we'd do is start with some stats on uh, social media use. So we looked at some research by Global Web Index um, and they found that average social media use over the whole world, so globally, is two hours and 27 minutes a day. That just absolutely blew my mind. That's 17 hours a week. That's basically at a whole additional waking day of time that on average we're spending on social media. Do you know what? I have a little bit of a confession there. That is a massive number, but sometimes I have to admit that my usage is a lot more than that. (laughs) I definitely have days, like if I'm like home and the weather's miserable and I don't have any plans, I definitely have days where I can spend hours, waste hours on social media. But I think per day, I think my average is probably lower. But I've been trying to moderate my social media use for years now doing it badly but still trying well if you think about it like you just said that's over 17 hours a week of additional time that people are spending on social media and you know that's just an average so some people are spending more time on that that's like another job that's like if you've got a job already that's 20 hours you know or even if you've got a job that's 40 hours a week that is like that additional time on top that's that's it's mental i think it's absolute madness that we spend this much time scrolling social media can you imagine as well if someone gave you that time someone said like here's a whole day you can do whatever you want with it i think the majority of people wouldn't be like oh brilliant let's fire up my phone get my scrolling thumbs out (laughs) do you know why i'm laughing i'm laughing because that's what actually happens though yeah you know if we get a day off we're like oh what can we do in my life today oh i know i will spend loads of time just scrolling social media mindlessly looking at everyone else's life and just just being happy doing that and then i'll complain that i don't have any time for hobbies (laughs) (laughs) we don't have time to do anything else yeah There's not enough hours in the day. Well, I could claw back another two and a half. (laughs) 
So before we get into more ranting about social media, let's talk about the positives of social media and what's what's it good for and why do we actually like it? Because I think it's important, you know, not just to talk about all the negatives when it comes to social media. There are positives. So let's talk about some of those first. Yeah, so it's great for communicating, staying up to date with family and friends, especially if they are all around the world or all around the country, you know, people that you can't just nip over and see. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if you've got people that, like you said, are living in different parts of the world, then sometimes you may feel really lonely. So you can use social media to offer emotional support to people during tough times uh, or even seek support yourself as well, because it's all important that, you know, we have that connection with people. And with everything that's been going on in the world recently, we've been using it a lot more, obviously, because we haven't been allowed to actually, you know, kind of see people. So it's been really good in that instance as well to keep connections with people. It's really good for... um joining or promoting wealth, worthwhile causes. Um, you can use it to raise awareness on important issues, find friends, communities, you know, network with other people who share interests or ambitions. You can also use it to find uh, social connection as well. So as I was saying before, if you live in a remote area and you have things like social anxiety or limited independence or you're part of a marginalised group, then you can use social media to reach out to those people and find people that have like-minded views. It can be a great resource for um, learning new things and valuable information, obviously always um, source check first, um, and also things like um providing an outlet for creativity and self-expression so there's plenty of things that social media is good for um, and I think we should probably acknowledge that you know social media in itself isn't necessarily harmful it's the, the the patterns and the way that we use it that can have negative impacts on our life. Yeah, so like like you said about getting like dopamine in the wrong ways, social media is exactly one of those things that we use in the wrong way to get dopamine kicks, as we will talk about in this episode. Okay, so I've got a study for you this week on social media and mental health. So um, this study looked at the rollout of Facebook across um, US college students, and they demonstrated that The rollout of Facebook coincided with a decline in mental health for the students. It also um, translated into poorer academic performance. Um, And they have theorised or the results have have indicated and suggested that this is due to Facebook fostering unfavourable social comparisons between the students. I think it's really interesting to find a study that so clearly shows a link between social media use and declining mental health. Yeah, and I think that's really important as well because, you know, we all talk about that it damages our mental health But it's really good to know that we've got some science there that backs it up. And there's various studies that have been done out there about the impacts of mental health when it comes to using social media. So with that in mind, let's go on to some of the negative things of social media. Okay, so the first one I touched on in our science part, but it's social comparison. So we all know that the images on social media are manipulated. You know, we all know how to use the filters. We've all probably done it ourselves with our own photos. But still, it can make you feel really insecure when you're looking at other people's manipulated photos. Um, And I think it's 
it's hard to keep in your mind that people share their highlights and not their daily mundanes. So when you're sitting there on a cold, gloomy day in your pyjamas, getting ready for a long day at work, and you're scrolling on your phone, looking at someone's like airbrushed tropical beach holiday, it can be really difficult to bear in mind that that isn't, you know, that isn't their everyday life, that they have mundane moments and boring times in their life as well. But it makes you feel like everybody is living such a better life than you are and everybody's doing better than you are. Yeah. And I, I have to I have to say here that this is something that I can easily get caught up in. You know, we all know that it's manipulated and we all know that, you know, someone's gone away and they've they've got loads of content from that one holiday, but makes it look like they're always here, there and everywhere. And even though you know that all of that stuff isn't like exactly real i mean it's real but it's not real you know like you said the filters and the music and all the emotion that goes into it it's still so easy to sit there and think my life's awful my life's terrible like why can't i do this why can't i do that and this is why this social comparison makes people feel so like just unworthy because they just feel like they're not they don't look like that person. They don't have that life that that person's got. And it just makes you feel really insecure. And it makes you feel like you're just not, you're just not living a great life. And I think that's why this one in particular, the comparison one is something that I really feel like we need to kind of stop doing. But it's just so difficult, isn't it? When you're just sat there watching people that you feel are better looking than you or you feel like they've got a better life than you. So the one thing that I would suggest doing here is just look at the people that you are following. And if there are people that are making you feel this way, just unfollow them because there is literally no point in seeing somebody's constant highlight reel and not them not sharing the reality of life with you. So I just feel like sometimes you just need to make that decision, just cut them. Exactly. Like you don't have to unfriend somebody, you can just unfollow them. Exactly. So they don't even have to know. It can do so much for your mental health not to, to keep seeing that. You know, like Shell just said there, you don't have to unfollow somebody as in unfriend them you can just limit posts you don't need to see all the time so if there are people online that are making you feel this way just make sure that you're protecting your own mental health and you're just removing that from being seen on your well you're just removing that from being seen on your news feed or whatever it is where you are at the moment and that brings us on to our next one which is fear of missing out and <laughs> shall knows all this too well because shall suffers from FOMO. (laughs) I totally get FOMO. So bad. So for those of you not in the know, FOMO, fear of missing out, is is, is, is a similar thing really. It's a feeling that others are having more fun or living a better life than you are. And it it can really impact things like your self-esteem, trigger anxiety, um, and it, it fuels you wanting to use more social media. So because of FOMO, you have to pick up your phone every few minutes and check for updates because, you know, you don't want to be the last person that's heard about this like latest thing that's happened. And that sort of compulsive need that you have to respond to every notification that your phone gets that's all that's all FOMO so that's one of the reasons why I I no longer have notifications on my phone because I'm just I'm a happier calmer person without them (laughs) this you know this fear of missing out is the one thing that social media 
tech giants, whatever you want to call them, is relying on. It's relying on you to keep going back for more and more and more. It's it's exactly the same feeling that you get with gambling. It's going back for more and more, wanting to feel like you're part of something, wanting to feel like you're involved in whatever's going on. And that's what's making you pick up the phone. That is what's making you check those updates because you want to be part of something. So like Shell said, the best thing that you can do here is if you are the kind of person who does have fear of missing out, then disable those notifications because if you're not being notified about what's going on and, you know, you're not getting those constant um, reminders, then it's easier to kind of not be compelled by it. So the next thing that we have for you is isolation. So Although we touched on before that going on social media can help if you're feeling lonely, if you're maybe somewhere more rural, it can help you feel connected. Equally, there's a balance in that because using social media too much um, can actually um, increase your feelings of loneliness because you're not you're not truly connecting with other human beings. Um, so this is one that I thought was so important that we've got an additional study for you that I'll pop in the, the show notes um, about this. Uh, but it's basically, and I think we've probably all felt that, haven't we, that, you know, you'll be feeling a bit low or lonely or down about something. Um, and your first instinct is to just reach for your phone and scroll on social media. And it doesn't make you feel any better because you're just scrolling through everyone else's highlights. It makes you feel sadder because nobody's posting saying, oh, I'm just sitting here in, in my pants with nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you end up scrolling more and it's a vicious cycle. Which brings us on to our next one, which is uh, getting feelings of depression and anxiety. So as humans, we need face-to-face connection with people to feel mentally healthy. And if you're going to see people and you're interacting with loved loved ones you'll get like a a mood boost just from the people around you how they're acting being involved in conversation having that face-to-face connection with someone but the more that you actually use social media the more you become more isolated like Shell was just saying and you actually develop a risk of um, exacerbating any sort of mood disorders such as depression and anxiety. So we talked about this before in a previous episode. We were talking about social awkwardness and I was actually saying that the the less that I go out, the more anxious I feel. And this is exactly the same thing. The less that you interact with people face to face, the more you become you know, cut off from people, the more isolated you feel, the more lonely you feel. And that's why it increases the risk of anxiety and also depression as well. So this is really important to, you know, take a mental note of and make sure that you are actually getting out there and you are actually talking to people, you're seeing people face to face and you're doing things with people on a weekly basis. Another negative aspect of social media is it it can unfortunately be used as a medium for cyberbullying. Platforms like Twitter um, can be just absolute hotspots for spreading hurtful rumours, lies, um, really sort of emotional scarring situations. Um, And I think people are a lot braver sort of behind their keyboard um, than they would ever be to you in person. I think you see this a lot with things like online reviews as well. Um, you know, people will be absolutely scathing um, in a way that they just would 
probably never have behaved in person. Um, but actually, if you're on the receiving end of that and you're reading um, all of those sort of nasty thoughts and um, everything directed at you, it, it hurts as much as if someone was saying it in person. And I think that ties in really nicely with the next thing, which is self-absorption. Now, we were just talking there about how you would never act this way in person but online we do act in various different ways that we probably wouldn't act in front of people so sharing endless selfies about all our innermost thoughts on social media can be really unhealthy and that can come across like you're selfish or self-centered and actually distance you from real life connections if someone's acting a certain way online that they wouldn't act in person you might sit there and think to yourself well they're a bit self-obsessed, they're a bit self-absorbed, like that's that's a false uh, perception of who they actually are. And because you're behind a screen, it makes it easier for you to act that way. So when we talk about cyberbullying and self-absorption and things like that, just remember that when people are behind a screen and they're not in front of people, people will act differently. And that's why these sort of things can really exacerbate and become a massive problem. And then the final thing that we have for you is um, the social media cycle. I touched on it a little bit earlier on. Um, So this is when you're feeling a bit down, maybe lonely, depressed or stressed about something. So you'll use social media to uh, believe boredom, pass a little bit of time or to just feel a connection with with other people. Um, But when you use social media and you see highlights of other people's life, you get um, FOMO, you feel inadequate, uh, you're dissatisfied with your own life and your own situation. So this will then negatively affect your mood worse and all those feelings that you are having of being a bit lonely, a bit stressed. Um, and then that makes you use social media even more. And so the downward spiral continues and you you get yourself into a place where you're just stuck on social media. You know, you desperately want to be out living a fantastic life that you see other people living, but actually you're just stuck in bed or stuck on the sofa scrolling mindlessly through other people's social media, watching them live their lives rather than living your own. And the reason that we can talk about all this sort of stuff is because we have actually done this ourselves. I mean, I'm not talking about like cyberbullying or anything like that, but I mean like the fact that we will use social media, uh, we will scroll, we will start feeling inadequate. And I have to admit, I'm going to be completely honest on this podcast that, you know, a few weeks I have actually been scrolling social media and I felt so, I felt terrible. I really have. Like I've been saving all of these different things about life and quotes and, you know, getting out there and doing this and I'm, I'm just saving them I'm not really sure what I'm doing like to go back to maybe to just perpetuate <laughs> the feelings even more and shall how many times do we do this on a on a, on a daily oh, weekly basis like <laughs> too much <laughs> it's too much so that brings us to the end of the episode and this week we have got a challenge for you again for our little kicker and the reason that we've decided to go for a challenge this week is because social media it 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 needs a challenge doesn't it Charlotte? it really does it does and so we've touched a little bit on um ways to moderate your social media use but next week we're going to 
devote a whole episode to it. So to make sure you're all prepared, our challenge this week is to track your social media use. So you can either do it manually by writing down every time you go on social media, or it's probably easier to use an app. So uh, most phones, if you look at um, screen time, digital well-being, something like that, they'll have it built in already, or there are free apps that you can download that will track your social media time. So we challenge you to track exactly how much time every day you use social media for the next seven days. If at the end of seven days you're happy that your use is infrequent and you don't need any help, then you can skip our next episode. Skip episode 20 because you don't need it. But I suspect that when faced with the cold hard numbers, um, most of you are going to be shocked at how much time per week you do spend on social media. I, I honestly think you think you know how much time you're spending on social media, but you're going to be very surprised. All right, we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.